Hot Springs Village Inside Out is a closer look at the greatness of Hot Springs Village, Arkansas, and the surrounding areas, people, places, experiences. Hot Springs Village is one of the most beautiful places on earth. Join me, Randy Cantrell, and my co-host, Dennis Simpson, as we engage in weekly conversations to explore Hot Springs Village Inside Out. Today's show is brought to you by Central Arkansas's favorite radio station, KVRE. Find them on the dial at 92.9 FM. Stream them live at kvre.com. Remax of Hot Springs Village. The award-winning Remax of Hot Springs Village is the largest real estate office inside the village with over 30 full-time agents and support staff. Visit them to learn more about this beautiful place to solve your real estate needs. Call them today at 1-800-364-9007. Find them online at explorehsv.com. They are Remax of Hot Springs Village at 1-800-364-9007 or online at explorehsv.com. Ike Eisenhower State Farm. Ike and his award-winning team have been serving the insurance needs of folks all around Hot Springs Village since 1998. Ike has qualified for State Farm's President's Club, Chairman's Circle, and Hot Springs Village Insurance Agent of the Year. Call Ike Eisenhower State Farm today at 501-984-4100. That's 501-984-4100. Find them online at IkeEisenhower.net. Call them today for all your insurance needs because, like a good neighbor, Ike Eisenhower State Farm is there. Well, you know, I imagine if you're getting off a boat, Simpkins and Simpson sounds a whole lot alike if you're at Ellis Island coming across. Mr. Steve, how are you doing today, buddy? <laughs> yeah, that would be confused. That'd be a bad day, wouldn't it? That'd be a bad day. Well, you know, so you get off and you say the name, you say Simpkins, and another one said, what's your name, Simpson? Well, they, they sound a lot alike, I bet. <laughs> I imagine we have roots that go back to each other. Steve, tell me what Fat Boy's Backyards does in Hot Springs Village. We do anything to make your yard more comfortable. So all you got to do is lay around and be a comfortable fat boy in it. So are you are you hiring for this fat boy thing? Because it sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> lots of work. Lots of work. We're, so, no, we're not hiring. Luckily, right now, we've been fortunately, we have kept a good steady crew for two years now. We haven't had no turnover. So, uh just it helps keep our quality up. Yeah. Well, and I know you do a wide variety of things. One of the things that I see over and over, give me a little bit of your history and how you got to the village. But now you had worked in irrigation before, right? I've been in irrigation since 2006. I started out as a wholesale supplier of irrigation supplies throughout the state of Arkansas and then a little bit outside. But uh Worked on projects covering building golf courses, apartment complexes, and everything else. And then just decided I'd go in business for myself. Then we got lucky to move to Hot Springs Village. And I thought it was going to slow down, but the demand is extremely high. Well, and you say the demand is extremely high. You, You came out to my house one day and we were talking about irrigation. 
And uh, one of your comments was, well, do you, do you want that, that, uh, that, that uh, sterile water that comes out of the pipe or you want that, that uh, water out of the lake that's got a lot of fish poop in it? Correct. So, obviously, we want the good, healthy water when it's available. So Right, right, right. Um, but the fish poop does nourish the soil, right? Yes, you get a lot of nourishment out of it. We're fortunate to have all the lakes we have here in the village and get to take advantage of pumping out of them. And uh, we see a lot of good, healthy yards because of it. Well, little did I know, and I, I made a referral from you to uh, Mr. Kevin Meekham at the uh, Town Homeowners Association, and apparently the Town Homeowners have been using you a lot to get our irrigation systems going again. Yes, we've worked with the Town Home Association all summer long, and I think we got a lot of new, happy Town Home owners uh, that have got their water properly and not gotten splattering on their windows no more or actually have it or uh not a big flood in their yard so uh it's been a, a uh kind of a shock that it's actually been a satisfying to work at all the townhomes we were kind of nervous at first that we would run into a lot of conflict but we we've been welcomed everywhere we went well, some of the things that I had seen was, and this is just me, but look, Steve, so so you're not banging your gong string strongly enough. I need to help you here. <laughs> so were you a, a Toro manager or what, what exactly did you do with the, the big irrigation systems you worked on? Uh, I, I was just a wholesale supplier and designer. So that whole design thing, that means that you knew what we needed, how much pressure we needed where and what and all that time, right? Correct. Build up, yes. All and, the and requirements it, for a system. I drew systems. I, uh, I can take a, I take the blueprints and we draw up. We can draw up a system off of a blueprint and put it on CAD for you and design it out, then go out and put it all together. And I think that's what, uh, little did we know at the Town Homeowners Association or a lot of other people that are by the lake, little did we know that's what we really needed in the long term, right, is to know how much water we really want to get to the to the grass and how long. I saw an article, you're always active on Facebook, and I always enjoy your post. You made a comment about overwatering your lawn. To tell me what that does. Where are we at? Yes, overwatering your lawn is more harmful than watering or not watering your lawn enough uh over watering your lawn really saturating that ground you cause and you'll you'll actually i have people call me and tell me that their system needs to be adjusted they need more water because their grass is turning yellow and i get out there and their yard's a flood well the reason why it's a flood is they've been watering every day sometimes two times a day and the reason the grass is yellow is because we've got root rot, mold, fungus, all these great things coming into play underneath the grass, not so much at the grass. So, so, so you're telling me, are you actually choking out or drowning the grass? You are drowning the grass. You can, you'll drown your plants. I pulled up a japanese maple one time a customer paid fifteen hundred dollars for and i had it three months they were worried about watering it it died of root rot they had drowned it 
unbelievable. So we've got some other examples here of yard work that y'all have done. I've just pulled them up here, but I want to go back to the water thing just for a minute. Okay, so back last spring, coming up about a year ago, um, with the Townhome Association, we had people come in and they were howling about the weeds in their yard, that the weeds were just out of control. And we did have an issue there, but I won't go into that now. It was a different issue. Right. But, but uh, one one of the things that we commented was, we, we would reply to people, we are 40 inches, not not four inches, 40 inches above average. And we usually get 75 inches or so. 40 inches is more than California gets in two years. So right. what? when you have 40 inches of rain, how are we not flooding out and drowning out everything? But yet I saw some areas last spring that were green that I hadn't seen green in years. T- tell me how that works. I'm confused. Well, because, I mean, you, when you have 40 inches of excess rain, you've drowned the grass, you've created the weed problem uh, because you're getting so deep into the soil, you're finding new seed. Uh, and then the areas have probably dried out, and now you're starting to see some grain and stuff in them because you're just getting proper water and not, not getting flooded out or mm. lack of water or either one. Okay, so so what's the ideal watering scenario? You want about one inch of precipitated rain a week. A week? Yes. Is that all on one day, or is that twice a week? No, is that, that needs to be spread out over a period of time. A uh, house like yours, obviously, on a cliff. Mm-hmm. Um, so we want to spread it out a lot because we want that water to soak into the ground, which you do get. So you want to water a little bit, let it soak into the ground, water a little bit more, soak into the ground. So uh, maybe over a period of three days a week. Uh, so what, what I'm hearing is, like I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt Steve, but what I'm hearing is if I walk outside and my ground is is parched dry and cracking or trying to do that whole really getting really dry thing, a good soaking is not what it needs, or or I should have been watering it every two or three days instead of that, right? Correct. Yeah, you should have been watering every two or three days, and then you just got to get back on a cycle of doing that. Uh, to sit and water it for an hour or so, you're only going to get about 20% worth of the water, and the rest of it's going to be run off back into the lake, in really? your case. Or if yeah. somebody has a water bill, they're just paying for water that is getting is just becoming runoff. Well, so we, just had a, we just had a meeting, we had a, a show with Mr. Ken Unger, Excuse me, at the uh, town, the uh, POA, and he was talking about because Act 605, things are going to be a lot more expensive. Water is going to get a lot more expensive. And one of the thought, the reasons he said, he said, we use so much water because it's so cheap. Is that a fair enough appraisal? Yes, that has been a problem in a lot of municipalities uh, in this part of the country because we have so much water that we just give it away. Yeah. Uh, so the Conway municipality, I worked with them for about six months trying to figure out the problem. And that was the first solution we came to is to put a, is they raised the water bill and surprisingly, the only thing that went up was their profits. So mm. people just kept think, thinking they needed to drown their lawn, huh? Well, their lawn, their pools, their hot tubs, you know, mm. we all have all of our, so 
And uh, in the village is another one that's a good example. I just, uh, the infrastructure of what's there for the water system, I believe, is we, we really need to protect what we got. Hmm. Well, I tell you what, and I don't want to. I don't want to keep you here. I know you need to get back to it, and so do I. But I'm going through your services here. Obviously, pressure washing, lawn landscaping. Uh, am I seeing this right? Y'all have a huge leaf vacuum machine. Yes, we have a huge mulching and vacuuming machine that we use to gather up all the leaves, and we turn them into compost. So we had a gentleman at the Town Homeowners Association this last Friday, a gentleman from up north, and he said, I don't understand why we're sucking up all these leaves or blowing them off in the wood. Why don't we just you know, mow them over, run the mower over them, chop them up a little, and just leave them? And my comment was, and I'm, I'm probably wrong, but I mentioned that, that, a, uh, that a, uh, a belt, if you were wearing a leather belt, that that leather belt had been tanned using a product called tannin, and that tannin is in the oak leaves, and the vast majority of the leaves we're picking up and blowing are oak leaves, and that tannin will literally sour the soil, and then you still don't get any sun to the soil. And it, if you want Correct. a barren piece of land, leave your leaves there, right? Correct. Yes. That will take care of all the weeds, the grass, and everything for you. Except, all you will have except- is a You'll have a good, healthy layer of mold. You'll have a good, healthy layer of mold and a lot yeah. of fantastic copperhead cover because those look, to me, yeah, they, copperheads they and, and well. oak leaves. Yeah, oh, copperheads and oak leaves look identical to me. Yes. So, yes, yes. And nothing but mold and health issues for your lawn, for you, children, anybody. So, well, I think you, I, I wish you'd been there. I wanted you to answer him. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, I see you, you have trenching equipment. I didn't know this, but Steve, and you guys clean, you'll deliver compost or mulch and, and spread it, and then you'll uh, come clean out your gut, our gutters, right? Yes. Wow. Um, what What's the yeah, number one thing also, you see? I'm sorry. Uh, oh, there's a lighting job, there's a synthetic sod job you're scrolling by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, come, come back to me for the gutters just a sec. Right now, today, I mean, it's it's winter, and and I'm seeing the stuff that you have. What's in your gutters? It looks like somebody's trying to compost stuff in their gutters. Is that what that is? Yeah, that, they, that's what had happened at that house. That house had sat empty for a couple of years and had been neglected, and it was a big mess. I've seen before. I've seen people throw out, you know, literally clean out their gutters after a couple of years throw it on the ground, and I've seen red worms crawl out of it because they're literally composting it as they go. Is that right? Correct. That is it. You have that. I've seen, I've seen weeds growing in them in the gutters before. So uh, we do that. Uh, if you come in right in the spring, right before the pollen comes out, you can get in and get your gutters right after the pollen hits. Rinse your gutters out real good that way because pollen is nothing but a glue. And so, obviously, if the glue is down at the base and then you start adding stuff to it, uh, it's all going to stick. So, versus if you got a good clean gutter, 
that you won't have to worry about that. You should get plenty of wash off to keep your gutters in fairly good shape. So, and keeping that gutter in good shape is definitely what you want to do because you're talking about ruining the eve of your home before it's over with. Yeah, so, and a lot of people don't understand that. When those gutters get full, the leaves are there, it starts the mulch, it starts the decomposition, and then that gutter gets heavy. Next thing you know, it's trying to pull it off the wall, right, off the home. Correct. Yes, and they use a very secure system. It'll pull the home. So, really? I see you well, also. I, I didn't know you did. You do low-voltage wiring. Is that correct? We do low-voltage lighting, yes. Wow. Uh, Steve, I, and, and now you guys moved from where to come to Hot Springs Village? I'm trying to remember. Little Rock. Okay. Okay. So you had been at a lot of different facilities. Uh, is this uh, filling in stonework? I'm looking at it on your website here. Yeah. And we can find you at Fat Boys Backyards, Y-A-R-D-Z, yards.com. Man. So I'm guessing here, Steve, this is just my joke. This is honest work. Is that a fair comment? Yes, it is honest work, but it's very rewarding. We really enjoy it. We enjoy being outside and dealing with our customers. And there's a there's a huge reward at the end of the job to say that you did that and completed that. So, I think you're a problem solver. Is what it comes down to, Steve. Well, somebody some people can call you a bartender of a different sorts. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I solve your problems, but they could be in a different way, right? <laughs> well, Stephen, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Let me, let me skip back here real quick. I made a mistake. I want everybody to know your phone number if everybody wants to get in touch with you. Hang yes. on, let me skip back home real quick. Well, you tell us your number while I'm getting back to your homepage, okay? 501-909-2520. 501-90, what's that again? 909 2520. Steve, it's been a pleasure having you, buddy. We've wanted you for a long time, and I appreciate it. I think we're going to have to circle back around when it gets more seasonal. And uh, I'm assuming you'll put up lights or take down lights or clean gutters and anything in between, right? Anything we can get a chance to do, we'll try to do it for you. Well, Steve, it's been a pleasure. Best to you and yours. Merry, All Merry right. Christmas, hey, buddy. Thank you, Dennis. Thanks for watching and listening to Hot Springs Village Inside Out, a weekly podcast starring Hot Springs Village, Arkansas. Visit the website at hotspringsvillageinsideout.com.